the Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. This is Championship Chatter with the Commissioner, Volume 9, on a special Wednesday edition. I am your host, Chucky B, the uh, uh, Commissioner for the League of Enthusiasm and the Dynasty League. With me, my guest. Uh, this is L of the Defending Champions of the Dynasty of the Never Nudes. Yeah, you know that's right. So this is going to be kind of a condensed episode since it's a special Wednesday episode and uh, my printer ran out of ink so I couldn't print the sheets. So yeah, it's going to be a shorter condensed episode. All right, so first off, we're going to go over League of Enthusiasm. My predictions uh, last week, I went 3-2, and two, and Al went 2-3, and three, bringing us to I'm 21-19 and 19 on the year, and Al is a solid 20-20. 20 and 20. I've overtaken him for the lead in the predictions at the very least. I'll, uh, I'll come back and take that over. Yeah, that's what you said. You said you were going to keep a big lead, and you fell off. All right, so we're going to go over uh, week nine real quick. Uh, first up was the Anti-Dentites versus the Chicago Twisted Maniacs. That would be yours truly, me, versus Brad. And I picked up a very much-needed victory, uh, 98.7 to 56.8. And that also brings us to the low of the week, Brad, with 56.8 in a losing effort to go uh, 1 and Eight on the season that brings me to three and six i still got a potential chance to make the playoffs i'm only one game out of that fourth seed te- or fifth seed technically with uh tom the cursed one four and five in the fifth seed currently and we also have i believe it's trey let me just real quick check the standings uh yeah right now trey is in the sixth seed uh your mom loves black chub all right so we're gonna go on to our next game and that would be the cursed one, the shy style hot dog heart attacks versus the guru, Tom versus Sean. Sean picks up a dominating victory, 135.5 to 97 uh, to, to solidify himself with Nick as the top two teams in the league uh, at seven and two. Next, we have Dan with a comeback. Stomping his way back in, letting people know he's not going down quietly. 125 points to 93.2 is come get some versus the Weapon X Project. That would be Dan versus Jake. Jake was probably hoping he was going to pick up another easy victory here against Dan as Dan's been giving them away lately. But this was a huge victory for Dan as Dan goes back to, I believe, 5-4. and four. Yes, Dan goes to 5 and 4 and Jake falls to 4 and 5. And then we are on to our next game. We have Nick's Yetis versus Your Mom Loves Black Chub. And Nick got another victory, dominating to say the least. Not like his uh 3-week run as high score, but 103.9 to 78.2. And then last but not least, we have our game of the week. Dumb Mac Flop Servant versus Rob Zombies. And Rob fell 104.1 to 101.2. Jordan with the huge victory. He's on a roll right now at 4 and 5. And he's looking to slide himself up into the playoffs as Rob falls to 6 and 3. Still doing great. Still doing great. 
And that brings us to, uh, I didn't mention the high score of the week, which is the Guru, 135.5 for the second week in a row, uh, scoring in the mid to late 130s. Next, we're going to go to our MVP race, and we have still in first place, Derrick Henry with eight votes and a total of 176.1 fantasy points in second place. Cooper Cup with eight votes, 161 total fantasy points and then in third place Alvin Kamara with eight votes with a total of 126 fantasy points so it looks like next week um, or or possibly the week after Derrick Henry could potentially get passed up then we go to our Aaron Hernandez quarterback of the year award for straight killing it and we still have in first place Kyler Murray with 13 points in second place Jalen Hurts with 12 points. And in third place, Matthew Stafford with 11 points, sitting at 215.7 total fantasy points on the year because there is a three-way tie for third place. Fantasy points count then. And then we get to our predictions for week 10. We have, first off, the Anti-Dentites, me versus Tom. Shy style hot dog heart attacks in a big game, potentially game of the week sort of uh, format here with both of these teams needing a victory pretty badly. Uh, Tom has got the amazing quarterback duo of uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And I mean, I'm definitely weaker at the quarterback situation, but his, he's projected to beat me pretty handedly, but I'm still going to go ahead and pick myself because... I think I got a decent team. And I don't think James Conner is going to do what James Conner did last week. I mean, they're playing a worse team, potentially, in, in Carolina. But even still, James Conner, I don't think he's that good. I don't know. I've always thought James Conner, not that he's a special running back by any means, but like when he's given the workload, he's actually done pretty well going back to when he was with Pittsburgh and stuff. But, um, I yeah, to have a three-touchdown game like that, I'm not expecting that by any means. But I think you're underselling him a little bit. And just the upside of Mahomes, Josh Allen, I have to go with uh, go with Tom. All right, on to the next one. We have Brad versus Nick. Chicago Twisted Maniacs at one and eight in tenth place versus Nick's Yetis, seven and two, tied for first place. Says they're in second. It says to be a very close projected game, but. I don't know. I mean, Nick's not. Nick has had some issues with the injuries. He lost Eric Henry. He does have uh, what Justin Fields and Damian Williams on bye, so so he's got to start Tua. He doesn't have the best quarterbacks with Jalen Hurts and, and Tua, but I mean, like Jalen Hurts has at least been scoring a shitload of fantasy points. I still got to go with Nick just because Nick's been dominating. Uh, I love Jonathan Taylor. He's obviously crushing it. Uh, but Cordero Patterson's awesome. Tom Brady's been crushing it. Uh, Tyree can't be this bad forever. So, nah. and you do pick Brad like almost every week, Al. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think I gotta go with Nick. Just seeing his the receivers tight on spots i think he's got him so and we are on to the next matchup domac flop servant at four and five versus the weapon x project at four and five another big huge game they're 
is going to be a lot of them here going down the stretch because because these middle teams are kind of stuck together here. And, the, and here's spots where we could uh, see some teams start to pull away. Jordan um, and versus Jake. Uh, who's the third quarterback for Jake? Drew Locke. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's going to hurt quite a bit because he doesn't have Burrow. Um, so kind of just for that, I think I would have to go um, with Jordan. Just because of that, I'm also thinking Jordan. Uh, he does have some players that looks like could be not playing, though. Chase Edmonds doesn't look like he's going to play. He's got Daryl Williams, so we could at least plug him in. Yeah, I'm just assuming that there's no available starting quarterbacks in this league. I don't think there is, but that doesn't mean that there isn't. Yeah. Uh, so I believe we're both taking Jordan here. Next matchup is Trey versus Rob. Uh, Rob's uh, missing two big Bengals. Uh, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. Let's see, but he's got uh, Fournette and Keenan Allen coming up, so that's actually not a huge, huge, huge uh, drop. And the fact that Nick Chubb's out along with Ridley. Um, <clears throat> Kyler Murray's coming off an injury. Same with Russell Wilson. I think there's just too many questions uh, with Trey, so I would have to go with Rob. Keita. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Rob. I think Rob's got the overall better team. And uh, I don't know. I seem to have a rivalry with Trey when it comes to the fantasy for some reason. So let's go, Rob. And on to our last game of Week 10. We have the Guru, 7-2. That would be Sean versus Dan. Come get some. 5-4. and four with After a big victory, this is once again a huge game. And, I mean, Sean can take the loss if he needs to, but Dan definitely needs to continue to pick up some wins here. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Sean on this. He's just got a couple more players that I like. Lamar. Um, obviously, you know, I just trade for Cooper Cup. DK can go off at any time. Uh, Najee is really good. And- I can't really pick against Sean here because, like, I think he does have the better team on paper. But it would not be surprising f- to me if we come back here next week and Dan picked up a pretty hefty victory just because. Yeah. You know, like, if McCaffrey's 100%, that's, that's big for him. And Herbert can go um, off at any moment. I think is I want to say Hollywood Brown's banged up a little bit, so that he might have to swap him out. Which you know he's got DeAndre or Lockett, so you know if DeAndre's healthy, he's going to be in there regardless. So I don't know, he's got options. So all right, so that would be the end of uh, the League of Enthusiasm talk. Bye, Dan. Um, so I'm assuming we are uh, no longer having Dan listen to us, but. For the rest of you, welcome to the Dynasty League portion of the podcast. All right, let's get on to the week nine results. Did my team pick up a victory? So first off, I just want to tell you guys a little story here. I thought that I did not deserve to the name, the little Jerry's uh, Seinfeld team names. That's for winners. And I need a little reminder that I drafted... Henry Ruggs. So I changed my team name to uh, Speed Kills, the story of drafting a killer. And I just barely, just barely lost to Mark, make Juju great again, 96.1 to 94.3. It was a sad, sad, you know, Tuesday morning for the the roster. But, you know, I, I told those guys, like, hey, man, we're fighting for 2024, 2020, 2025. 
Could have started Jimmy G, get that W, but yeah, I know, you know, but how can I, how can I not start? Yeah, Derek him, Carr. Him he's been, Carr. yeah, Derek Carr's been playing great. Lights. I out. was concerned with because I started Brian Edwards in another league and he didn't get me any points. Um, I was hesitant to do so, uh, even though he obviously has an opportunity with rugs gone. Um, but it was the West Coast. Uh, game at noon on the east coast and they typically play yeah shit, so i did uh not start brian edwards i started him in one league i think that's just because like we start a lot of guys in that league and i pretty much had to because i had oh a- we only start five players and it's a toss-up for my, that last spot i had injuries and bye weeks and shit so yeah i i did start darren waller in a league and that helped me so yeah well yeah he's like i feel like he had a bad game in Osilva. All right, so on to the next game. We have the Guru versus the Never Nudes, the defending reigning champions of the Dynasty League. And surprise, surprise, Al picked up the victory, 157.6 to 108.1. Took over first place again. I hope you enjoyed the the short stay, Zach. Yeah, I think Zach just had a bad week. And it was, I mean, it's bound to happen here once in a while. And we're just going to get into right to our next game, right? Gotham City Rogues versus the Green Bastards. Jake picked a huge victory up, 100.5 to 77.8 in what was almost the lowest scoring team of the week. Yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, you know, Zach obviously had uh, Brady on by, but he still had Burrow to replace him. It was just a random week that everyone in his lineup, besides Najee Harris, had a single point game, so uh didn't really help. But if it happens now, be happy with that. Because if it happens in the playoffs, then you're just really upset. Exactly. So a waste of a season almost. But the lowest scoring game of the week was the Little Lebowski Urban Achievers versus Fug Offs. Rob has his destiny in his hands, and he is trying like hell to get down. He scored 40.2 points to Ryan's 88.4. Yeah, he uh, he set the best lineup he could. It was just he had so many quarterbacks on by. He had a after, lot of people on by. After, you know, a couple major trades, like blowing up your team, shit like that's going to happen. And the fact that he was able to get his own uh, pick back for next year in the uh, Russell Wilson Montgomery trade. Yeah. You know, more power to you, you know. Well, now he, he set legal lineups, but, you know, if they're not playing, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, I told him, I was like, I was like, you have to set a lineup. You don't have to set the best lineup, right? Like, like, don't start guys on by if you can help it, which he couldn't. Yeah, that's just incentive to trade as many good players as possible for, you know, picks or young players or something like that. Because it's, you know, I when I was at that stage of rebuilding, I want to say I was still throwing lineups out, but, like, when – you have the absolute bottom of the barrel. You're not getting any points anyway, so that only helps you out in the long run. And last but not least, we have Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks versus Johnson's out for Harambe. Trey picking up a dominating victory over Tom, uh, 124 to 80.8. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to check uh, Rob's schedule to see who all he plays. Ooh, I do play Rob in two weeks' time. Yeah, so you're going to get at least. Come on, speed kills. Week 11. Ooh, and this week, too, I should be able to beat Ryan, even though he beat me last week. Come on, Ryan. Fucking let's go down, bitch. Jake and uh, Jake and Marker's only two uh, matchups against uh, playoff contenders. So that's kind of it'll it'll be a good shakeup for the for draft picks for those other uh, 
those other games. All right, so if we go into uh, the waiver wire transactions, uh, trades, and stuff like that, the the two biggest that I saw was uh, Sean picked up Mike White, quarterback, for eleven bucks, and Mark picked up uh, PJ Walker, quarterback, for two bucks. Yeah, Mike White's interesting. He obviously crushed it that one uh, game a couple weeks ago. I think everyone was looking forward to see what he can do in a second game, but he got hurt. Um, that was unfortunate. He. Seems like he could potentially be that journeyman starter guy. The only issue with it is like they trade like or not they didn't trade a lot to to get that pick. No, that was their but, that was their own natural pick. But they so. still took the a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is more so of um, you know, if he can get to the point where it's kind of a competition, but they're like, we're gonna give it to Zach Wilson anyways because of the high the high pick and stuff. If he looks good enough in the preseason, what's to say a team who, you know, like if it was uh, Washington, you know, their situation this year or something like that where it's like throw a third, fourth round pick, you know, the Jets make out like that. They're getting a, a solid pick. And, um, you know, if it's like you're typically not going to find someone who look who potentially looks as good as Mike White did in the third round, you know, in most cases, if you're drafting a quarterback. So at least you kind of know a little bit of like you've seen it on on the field so i don't know then we get to the biggest trade or the only trade of the week uh it was a pretty big trade uh rob trades cooper cup wide receiver to al for Cortland sutton wide receiver a 2022 first round pick from jake and a 2023 third round pick which is mine uh yeah i kind of felt pressure with the amount of uh injuries and other things with my team uh so and cooper cups on pace you know for a pretty historic season for a wide receiver and stuff so i typically would not pay a first round pick uh plus you know more for a wide receiver but <clears throat> for how good cooper cup has been playing uh i felt it made sense i would have had to have dropped a receiver so i gave him sutton I just feel like he's kind of under the road, you know, given his contract, it's the same as cup. So like, it's not, you know, too bad, but, um, I don't know. I was just ready to move on from him if I can get Cooper cup. And then, you know, your third round pick should be high in two years, most likely. So it was a little sweet. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm glad I got Cooper cup. Hopefully he stays healthy. Stafford stays healthy and they can keep doing that. So. All right, so let's just get into our um, week 10 predictions. So let's start here at the bottom and go up since our two teams are at the top. Um, We have Johnson's out for Harambe versus the Guru. Trey versus Sean. What do you think? Um, Just based off of what Sean's starting at this point, I think, uh, as we were saying before, he's starting a legal lineup. Uh, it doesn't look like it's his best lineup if Dak and Tannehill are on the bench. But like we said, more power to you. <clears throat> He's got Jefferson on the bench. Uh, so I would have to go with uh, Trey for that one. He does need a kicker. I am also going to be taking Trey off of his big week personally. Yeah. Uh, next we have Tom versus Mark. Shy style hot dog heart attacks versus make Juju great again. Uh, I just, I would have to go with Tom. Um, he's got too many big high upside players. You know, Mahomes has played like crap, but you know, at any point, if he scores 40 points, you're not going to be shocked. 
Uh, Jalen Hurts has been good. Eckler's good. If McCaffrey's healthy, Melvin Gordon's had a bounce back year. You know, Evans and Metcalf can go off. I like. I think Dalton Schultz is very underrated as a tight end in fantasy. Um, and I don't know. Roth- Roethlisberger is just so beat up to me. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with Mark. <clears throat> I don't know. He's got a ton of people on by. So like, like we were saying before, Brian Edwards. You know, I started him in a different league. Got zero points. He's starting him. Um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and have a kicker so. and go Mark for the underdog win. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tom. And then we have Gotham City Rogues versus the Fugoffs. Uh, Jake. I think this is pretty easy that we're going to go with Jake here because <clears throat> Rob is trying to get the highest pick possible. Yeah. No, he. it's projected, what, 68 point? No, that's... It's... Now we get to our match of the week. Potentially the Dynasty League championship preview. Zach versus Al. The Green Bastards. My pick for the 2021 Dynasty League champions versus the reigning, defending Never Nudes. Go. Uh, oh, I pick Zach to win. Yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say I pick Zach to win as well. Uh, he's relatively full strength. I've got like half my team out, either on buy or injury. Touching ladies, COVID. Um, Beating up ladies, breaking feet, quitting teams. Do you think that Dalvin Cook is going to play? I I kind of don't care. Um, the only thing with Dalvin Cook is I just never want it to be a split situation with him and Madison, which as long as he's healthy, I imagine he's going to get the full workload that he always does. But, like, obviously Dalvin Cook's a better player, but, like, the fact that I hang, you know, traded with Tom to handcuff and get Madison, like, I'm far less worried than I normally would have been. For sure. Yeah, I do not have Madison handcuffed in the league that I have Dalvin Cook. Probably yeah. should have done that. But um, And I'm and I'm starting a tight end at flex, so I feel like that's kind of a disadvantage. But like granted those, you know, Andrews and Waller can both with the half point PPR, you know, if they had a twenty point game, that's not completely out of the realm of possibility. So Yeah, well I mean ten catches gives them an extra five points. So Yeah, ten catches, ninety yards, touchdowns, twenty points right there. So yeah. So then we get to uh, another game of the week. Little Lebowski Urban Achievers versus Speed Kills. The story of drafting a killer. I'm going to pick myself to win. I think I got to agree with you. Like, unless Brissett's getting in, he doesn't have a quarterback. Um, uh, Possibly his best. Jamar Chase is his best player. Yeah, I think. Maybe. Yeah, so he's on by. Yeah, I got to go with you. You're going to get. So I think it's time to bet a lot of big money on the Lions to win this week because you're going to lock this one down and tie tie your bet with the Lions about who's going to get a win first. Yeah, I'm definitely not putting big money on the, Which, the Lions. who the fuck do they even play? Um, I'm going to get some wild odds on this one. I'm not too sure. The oh Steelers. Oh, for sure they're going to win. Steelers are so beat up. Fuck. Plus 315. Now's the time to jump in. I don't have a defense. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you got a couple of fab dollars, which uh, we were talking about before. Uh, Mark's out uh, of fab dollars. Tom's only got two bucks. I think there's a, a good number of people who have less than 10. And then Zach's got like 74 or some shit like that. He's going to be running this shit with all that money. Hopefully, I can get by without having to start a defense against. I guess, yeah. Where are you at here? 
I'm, you know, I'm sure there's a defense that's worth picking up. But like in your rebuild situation, is it even worth spending the dollar when you? Could that's be, what I'm saying. I'm like, it says I'm going to gonna destroy them. Which who? I don't even know who is your defense. Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't think they're gonna be worth holding on to next year. So, is any defense really worth holding on to? <clears throat> there's a few, especially when they're that cheap. If it's less than ten bucks, so like, defenses mean nothing. Just it's, about as much as kickers mean nothing. If they're, we should be starting a third wide receiver and a second tight end. I'd be cool with that. And getting rid of these fucking kickers and defenses that mean nothing. They're just bogging down our fucking rosters with these two to three spots that they're picking up. Yeah, I I don't want to spend $15 to keep Justin Tucker either, so it's getting a little pricey. I mean, it'll only be $11 for me to keep Harrison Bucker, or someone else can keep Harrison Bucker, who I offered in a trade. That's true. But uh, until next week, fuck off. Uh, I got shit to do, like AW Wrestling to watch tonight.